I'm a talkative person because I'm an SE dom. It's like my only world is the physical. My words are the only means of me getting out my meaning and intention. We'll see if I eat those words. She'll be entertaining others all the time. This is exactly where I wanted to go with it. <laughs> Do I not dare to this bump on a podcast with people can hear me. You guys ready to go? Yeah, Kate. Hey guys, and welcome to the second episode of Type Trends, the series where I draw out trends between types from the answers that my Instagram followers give me to specific questions. The topic for this month's survey was, in what area do you feel most often misunderstood by people? And I threw out my answer first as an example, saying that I feel like people don't understand how deeply I feel and think about things. You guys responded with just over 200 answers. So thank you for that. I always appreciate it so much when you guys reply to those polls. And the order in which I'll be covering the types in this episode will be the INTP pool first, followed by ENTP, ISTP, ESTP, INFP, ISFP, ENFP, ESFP, ENTJ, ESTJ, INTJ, ISTJ, ENFJ, INFJ, ESFJ, and then finally ISFJ. And I read out the order in case you'd like to skip ahead, but I'd really recommend that you hang around for the whole episode because I worked really hard on this, darn it. Now, but for real, you'll probably learn a thing or two about each type based on the trends that I found to do with how they feel misunderstood. And boy, did I find some trends. There's some foreshadowing there. Now, the aforementioned order is in groups of the four judging functions. So we'll be covering the four high TI users first, followed by the four high FI users, the four high TE users, and finally the four high FE users. As a matter of interest, 38% of answers came from the high TI users. I know, I am as shocked as you are. Does this mean that they're the types who feel least understood? Well, quite possibly. I'll leave that up to you to decide. I also want to exclaim with glee that we got 19 answers from our ISTPs. That's huge. I didn't even know there were 19 ISTPs. That means that this survey broke the record for the most collective words said by a group of ISTPs within a 24-hour period ever. And yes, that's a legitimate category for a world record. The high FI group came in second at 29% of answers, which is no surprise. Yeah, yeah, FI users feel misunderstood. We get it, guys. The FE group submitted 18% of answers and the TE group continued to not surprise us by submitting only 15% of answers. Like, really? Could you just up your game, guys? Thanks. In regards to specific types, INTPs and ENFPs tied equal first in the number of submissions. What were the trends, you ask? Well, you're about to find out, ladies and gentlemen, so hang tight. Just as a disclaimer, in these type trend analyses, there is no controlling the number of people who submit. So this is only a very informal analysis. We don't have the same amount of submissions from each type, unfortunately, meaning that we tend to have way more answers from intuitors, which means that the trends that we draw from sensors, particularly SJs, are really just clutching at straws and not at all legit enough to take seriously. But I think there is something to a lot of these trends that we get from the other types in this episode, so stay with us. Also, another disclaimer in this episode, I am picking out trends that I have noticed across submissions and therefore I am just theorizing, not stating anything definitive. So jumping in, this survey was so enlightening and real trends did come out in the types. A lot of the time I determined that certain insecurities, which can often be the root of where people feel misunderstood, came from either being defined solely by others as the characteristics of their top two functions. For instance, an SEFI user might have an insecurity about being shallow and emotionally fickle, 
or lacking proficiency in the typical strengths that are associated with their inferior functions. So for instance, a bottom FE user might have an insecurity about being perceived as not outwardly empathic enough, which might lead to them feeling misunderstood in this area. And we'll go on to see how often this rang true in our pool of answers. So we'll start with all of our TI users. Firstly, our INTPs. Now, the general trends that I noticed were a few. Firstly, that they felt misunderstood in how insensitive they can come across when they are exploring ideas for their own sake in a detached way. Their lack of emotional attachment to their ideas means that they can sometimes be perceived as uncaring for the feelings or opinions of the person that they're talking to. Examples of this trend were in answers submitted such as, and I'm going to go on to read examples of this, which I'll be doing throughout this entire episode. So starting with INTP answers. When addressing solutions or facts about a situation that people have emotions attached to. When I ask for the reasoning behind someone's decision and they get offended. My need to be logical in most things. People think I'm being mean slash a jerk, but I really do mean well most of the time. People always think either I don't care or I myself don't feel deeply. Another area in which they claim to feel misunderstood is in people's lack of interest in and understanding of their ideas, hobbies and interests. So answers that reflected this included misunderstanding of the reason for why I make decisions because I can't explain them the way that I see them. When I want to discuss topics, but it's hard to find anyone who cares. When people don't see the many interests and insights of my inner mind. Lack of interest when I'm trying to explain something or talking about stuff that I like is hard. And people start to tune me out when I talk about something I am passionate about. And the final trend that I noticed was that they are often perceived as being unfeeling or uncaring when they actually feel emotions very deeply. So examples of this were in responses such as feelings I can't express and obscure thoughts I'm shy of oversharing. How romantic I can be or how much I long to be loved because I seem so self-sufficient. How deeply I love my strange niche hobbies. Delivery when I communicate feelings or ideas. People always think either I don't care enough or I myself don't feel deeply. And misunderstand me as a very serious guy who doesn't like to laugh. So to sum up, to all of you non-INTPs out there, INTPs, generally speaking, would feel a lot more understood if you took the time to listen to their ideas and interests. Don't assume some emotional implication is tied to their interest in ideas or to their delivery of their ideas. And don't make assumptions about their level of emotional depth or awareness or how deeply they care about things and people. Now, to link this to the cognitive functions, we see evidence of insecurity coming from the lack of outward presentation of emotional cues, which relates to their inferior FE, as well as feeling misunderstood for wanting to play endlessly in the realm of TINE, which are their top two functions. With our ENTPs, who use the same functions as the INTP, just with the first two functions flipped in order and the last two functions flipped in order, their answers were much more spaced out in terms of subject matter, which is pretty classic for the ENTP pool, as I've come to know. I remember last time there was very little overlap between answers. I did find some threads to pull out, though. The first and most obvious was by far the general idea that people misunderstand ENTPs as being confrontational or argumentative when really they just seek to understand or they want to explore ideas in the moment. Answers that reflected this were that we are argumentative or careless with people. Sarcasm, my main sense of humor, which is constantly misunderstood. 
People can't pick up my tone or distinguish sincerity from sarcasm. They also mistake challenges of their opinions as personal attacks when I just want to know what they think. Being seen as arguing for argument's sake. I'm not trying to fight, I'm trying to understand. People think I'm angry or upset when I'm not. People don't always get my intentions. They take them too seriously or not seriously enough. And then there was this one which got me in the, right in the feels. My bluntness is often not meant to be mean and I actually feel very alone. That one pulled at the heartstrings, let me tell you. The second trend was in the sentiment of feeling misunderstood for their general lack of personal identity, strong likes and dislikes, or strong emotions in general. Examples of answers that reflected this were, how hard it is for me to understand myself and my own identity. My beliefs, they're all over the place and people can stereotype me for them. Again, people think I'm angry or upset when I'm not. It is a social necessity to pretend I feel things so that people don't think I'm a sociopath. And I talk too much and am an open book and that makes people think I'm insecure. Linking these answers to the cognitive functions, the lack of emotional attachment to things in general could be explained by both the objective nature of NE as it explores, meaning that it explores without attachment personally, as well as the ENTP's blind spot FI, which is a function that is responsible for making judgments solely based on the subject's personal set of values. The aforementioned feelings of being misunderstood in intention when discussing ideas could be explained by the dominant use of NENTI, which together like to explore ideas in a detached way and value making logical sense of them within their subjective logical framework. There weren't a lot of answers that pointed to an insecurity coming from the ENTP's inferior SI, but that could be because as opposed to the INTP's inferior FE, SI comes with much less socially valued strengths. And what I mean by that is social empathy is much more valued than organization of sense data. So the INTP's inferior function would be much more socially jarring than the ENTP's, theoretically. But back to the topic at hand, a word to the wise about how to make ENTPs feel more understood based on these trends that we've gathered. If they are asking you to clarify your argument or are challenging your argument, try not to get offended. It's not personal. In fact, they'd feel a lot more understood and valued if you actually engaged with their questions and asked them clarifying questions in return. Additionally, if you hear them talking about a certain idea, don't immediately assume it's what they believe. They might just be playing with it and exploring it for interests or fun's sake in the moment and nothing more. Just as a side story, somewhat on topic as it fits into the category of people feeling misunderstood, I actually posted one of these ENTP answers on my Instagram page, that being, it is a social necessity to pretend I feel things so that people don't think I'm a sociopath. This one really interests me and I asked people to indicate whether they related to it or not. And I found that 204 of my followers clicked that they related as opposed to 189 people who clicked that they did not. Now I wasn't sure whether to feel educated or concerned, so I launched another conversation on Feeling things as a T user, which produced some really interesting clarifications on what people mean when they say that they feel like they have to fake feeling sometimes. The general conclusion we reached was that a lot of T types, because they are generally slower at feeling emotions, feel like they have to act up the outward expression of emotion in order to seem like they care. I posted my thoughts on the matter and asked you guys to contribute some words of encouragement to our tea users. And I just thought I'd share the takeaway from that, which is that it is okay to have a different way of processing emotions from others. 
Some of you will take a lot longer to process or even feel emotions, and that's fine. This is literally what type helps us to understand. What matters at the end of the day is that you are trying to be a good and loving person. If you choose to say something emotionally validating in the moment to your friend who is going through something, even if you don't feel like you mean it in the moment, that's fine. That can still be love. Sometimes love is doing something that speaks their love language, not yours. So that could be saying, I'm sorry that you're going through this or just being a shoulder to cry on. Remember that we all have our different ways of feeling and that's fine. It's different, however, if you're suppressing feelings, which is a whole other kettle of fish. I won't go into that now, but if you want, that whole sub-conversation can be viewed on one of my Instagram highlights, and it was a very wholesome conversation, so I'd recommend checking it out if you're interested. Moving on to our STPs. Guys, again, we got 19 answers from our ISTPs, so I'm excited to share this golden info with you. Like, this might just be the greatest gathering of ISTPs that the world has ever known. Okay, Kristen, you've made that joke. Move on. So a huge thank you to the ISTPs who participated as you have helped us all to get one step closer to understanding the enigma that is you. Easily the biggest trend amongst ISTP answers was that they are far too often misunderstood as being cold, heartless people who don't feel things, particularly when they ask to the point questions or try to solve problems and people assume that they are being rude or unfeeling. This was a very common trend and I think it was maybe even the most common trend, like out of all the type pools. And I'm going to read out multiple answers that conveyed this. So for instance, people just assume that I don't feel strongly about anything or that even if I put a lot of work into something, it's still not that important to me. In arguments, I don't tend to react as outwardly, but it is misunderstood as I don't care. Sometimes I come off as insensitive when I just want to find out the problem. Asking a question, people often take it like it's a pointed question, even though I'm just curious. People think I don't like them, but I just feel extremely uncomfortable showing that I actually do. People often think I'm apathetic. I just don't really overreact to anything, but I still care. People often say that I'm arrogant with no emotions and that I'm a jerk. How much I care. Every time I'm outwardly kind, I get confused stares. My affection for and appreciation of other people because I don't often show it openly. So a lot of clear trends running through these answers. The general, I guess, blunt delivery of ISTPs could be attributed to their dominant TI function being an introverted judging function dom, especially with a logical function rather than a feeling function, means that they are very happy alone in their introverted world. And if they're speaking, it's probably to find something out to problem solve or say it how it is, especially with that auxiliary SE function that just acts in the moment. Hence, I mean, I often portray ISTPs as the most quiet type in my videos. They do have this stereotype as being like the lone wolf type, which was actually confirmed in a couple of the answers to this poll. For instance, people misunderstand how being alone is easy for me. People don't understand that sometimes I don't want help. I prefer to figure it out alone. There weren't really other trends to be drawn in the answers, to be honest. In regards to trends between TI DOMs, now that we've looked at both the INTPs and the ISTPs, we do see that similar trend of feeling misunderstood for failing to deliver those socially acceptable FEQs, FE being their inferior function. So to those listening, in order to help ISTPs feel more understood, do not project meaning onto their questions that they might ask or the blunt way in which they are phrasing things. They're likely just using their words because it's the only way to reach conclusions. And do not mistake their silence for anything other than the fact that they just don't feel the need to talk, probably. They do actually care. 
And finally, let them have their alone time. They need it to thrive. As for our ESTPs, it should surprise no one that we only got three responses from them, which is not enough to decipher trends, but I will go ahead and read them out for you all anyway. One, people think I have bad intentions or I'm trying to be rude when in reality I'm just honest for their benefit slash having fun. Also, people think I'm much more introverted than I am just because I'm quiet and don't love parties. Two, people assume that my ability to separate or remove emotions means apathy. And we see that blind spot FI there, like the ENTP answers. And three, when people think I do everything for myself. There are vague threads of similarities to the ISTP answers there, which is all I can say for those ESTPs, so we're going to have to move on. On to our FI DOMs, starting with our INFPs. Now, I found this quite strange, but we only got 18 answers from our INFPs, which put them in one of the smaller groups for intuitives. I'm not sure why this is. I've heard INFPs tell me that they are slow to reach conclusions about things that feel important, but that they haven't considered before. So maybe some of our INFPs thought to themselves, I'll answer this later when I have time to think about it. And then the question box expired. There's always the possibility that they don't feel super misunderstood about things as a group. And then there's also the quite likely possibility that because FI keeps its cards pretty close to its chest, they just didn't feel the need to share. FI does naturally prefer sorting through its feelings by itself and they're usually quite in tune with their feelings. So maybe our INFP saw the question box and they were like, I'm good, but we'll get into the answers anyway. I love how like for the ISTP's 19 answers was a huge number, but for the INFP's 18 answers is like a tiny number. (laughs) To be honest, there weren't any clear trends. So well done INFP's, you've got away with remaining mysterious. Are you happy? The clearest trend was that the INFPs feel misunderstood for their inability to translate their opinions, thoughts, or depth of emotional experience into adequate words that do it justice. So we had a lot of INFPs saying that people don't understand how deeply they feel things, the nuance behind their opinions, or how passionately they feel about something. Answers that conveyed this trend included, I can't explain my opinion clearly, which makes people confused. My intentions are often misunderstood. I come off a different way from how I actually feel. People don't understand how resilient I can be. People don't understand that I suffer a lot. When my values clash with pragmatic choices and I can't explain why. People misunderstand how I'm feeling because I act differently to how I truly feel. When I talk about something I'm interested in, people hardly get that it's something important. People think I'm driven by ambition, but really I do work well to give it meaning. And people often try to mold me when they find out that I'm open to hearing their opinions. All of these answers seem to imply a misunderstanding of the deep emotional and personal experience of our INFPs, which is a characteristic of introverted feeling, being that it is super personal and independent. Another trend I noticed was that INFPs feel misunderstood for their quote unquote lack of work ethic. One INFP wrote... I react to things slowly slash have to think things through before making an action. So if I have to make a decision in the heat of the moment, I might make mistakes. Another wrote, people not thinking I have a good work ethic. I do. I really have worked on it. This cause of misunderstanding, again, just to theorize, could be due to their inferior TE, which means that INFPs are not, I guess, the quickest to act or make things happen in a purely functional way. I think they are always going to need to make sure that whatever they're doing portrays their most authentic self or has meaning to them personally. I guess that's why you have a lot of INFPs who are seeking the road less traveled in life, whether that be through art, part-time jobs or projects, things that are against the grain. 
From an outer perspective, this could seem lazy or avoidant or unproductive, but to an INFP, to deny the self is to live a life without meaning, which is everything to them. So if you'd like to help your INFP friends feel less misunderstood, I guess try to create a safe space for them to talk at length about who they are and what they care about. Ask questions, make sure you're always showing appreciation for and validating their art or their projects or whatever it might be, which are probably deeply personal to them. It seems that there's a lot going on within our INFPs that they feel like they can't accurately share with people. So maybe just letting them express it or giving it a place to exist is a valuable thing that we can do and is probably more important than we realize. And my advice is don't claim that you understand them when you don't because that will probably bother them. Now we're going to jump over to our other FI DOMs just to compare. So this is our ISFPs. I was certainly curious to see whether they felt misunderstood for similar reasons to our INFPs and whether they also talked about that rich personal experience. But rip, joke was on me because we only got five answers from them. So I'll read out all five of the answers to you. Number one, I feel misunderstood about my unrealistic dreams being unfulfilled. Number two, how deeply I feel and think about things and how sensitive I am because I rarely show it. Number three, all areas, my whole personality. I hide parts of me, so that's probably why. Four, I like people and want to make friends, but they tire me out. I never know what to say. And five, I am open about myself, so I don't feel misunderstood as long as people listen. Five answers is not enough to draw trends, unfortunately, but you can loosely see that ISFPs do in fact have a rich personal and likely complex emotional experience that they keep close to their chest as the answers were quite self-focused and there were the themes of hiding who they truly are and not feeling able to express or show that to people, whether it's their dreams, their sensitivity, or just who they feel that they are. Let's see if we can draw out more from our extroverted FI users. So starting with ENFPs. Hands down, the most common trend within the ENFP group is that they feel they are often perceived as being more silly, shallow, or chaotic than they actually are. Rip my stereotypes in my videos. And that people often assume that just because they're friendly or bubbly, they don't have a rich inner life. An extension of this was the feeling that people often misunderstand ENFPs to be attached to their ideas when really they're just exploring those ideas for exploration's sake, which is literally something that we read in the ENTP answers. Who are the fellow NE DOMs? Answers that echoed these sentiments included, people don't understand how deeply I think and feel things. People thinking I'm ditzy, clumsy, chaotic, or an awkward mess. I am, but I'm also a lot more too. Literally everything, but especially the depth and breadth of thoughts and feelings, my free-spiritedness. People think, because of NE, that I'm more sure about things than I actually am, when the reality is that I'm just exploring. Just because I'm exploring ideas, it doesn't mean that I am attached to those ideas or believe that they are good ideas necessarily. It's just me needing to explore. I can commit to things, but I also need to be exploring. People see me as a happy dum-dum. I'm not a child. I can be sad and have emotional maturity. My inner emotional turmoil contrary to my apparently effortless charisma. My depth of thinking and how deeply I understand people. Also, people think I fit into all social situations when really I don't and I mask that so well. Basically, there is no area where I don't feel misunderstood. People think that whatever I'm saying is a conclusion I've reached when the things I'm saying are just part of the exploration process. I act kind of dumb around people and I'm fine with making fun of myself, but I'm not stupid. Others think that I can't be really sad, disappointed, have real deep opinions and reasoning. 
People tend to dismiss me as loud or scattered and never really listen to what I have to say. People think I'm happy all the time and that I've never had a bad day. People assume that I'm always happy and minimize my negative feelings. And I can think deeply and I do a lot. I'm not just a clown. So you can see how common this general idea was that ENFPs feel misunderstood for their enthusiasm for life and ideas in that they have genuine enthusiasm and are kind of childlike in that, but that they also have this incredibly rich interior life that cares and contemplates deeply. So to link this to the cognitive functions, it's that dominant NE that causes ENFPs to feel generally misunderstood for their keenness to explore ideas all the time, which is obviously made personal and emotional with that auxiliary introverted feeling or FI. So listeners, if you'd like the ENFPs in your life to feel less misunderstood, though look, if I'm honest, there's always going to be some degree of feeling misunderstood with high FI users then don't judge them too quickly as being scattered, spacey, klutzy, silly, or any other labels along those lines. Remember that simply playing with ideas is their bread and butter, and so their ideas aren't necessarily connected to who they are as a person, their convictions, or their beliefs. They just like playing and exploring. So my advice is let them do that, sit down and listen, provide some thought-provoking questions, give them some of your own ideas to bounce off, and you'll probably discover after giving them more time their rich interior life and just how deeply they think about things. My ENFP sister and another close ENFP friend are two of the wisest women I know purely because they've just thought about so many things, which means that paired with their life experience and the fact that they have naturally matured their ideas over time literally every deep conversation that I have with them provides some kind of wonderful fruit for me personally so keep that in mind and let's endeavor to understand our ENFPs better friends and all the types not just ENFPs next are our final type from the FI group our ESFPs classically we only got five answers from them so I'll just read them all out number one firstly there was my answer which was people don't understand how deeply I feel and think about things number two which was my exact answer echoed word for word by another ESFP number three I'm shy because of past hurt so I feel like people misunderstand how social I am and we can tell that this person is in fact likely an ESFP just for the fact that they naturally are placing high value on being able to socialize as an important quality Number four, people think I'm aloof because in bigger groups, I don't want to spoil the fun by talking about feelings and crying. Relatable. And number five, my reason for doing things. Some find it completely illogical. And to the ESFP who submitted this final answer, I'd just like to say with peace and love that that's probably because it is illogical. For real though, fellow ESFP who wrote this, because of your TI blind spot, there is naturally no logical framework behind any of the decisions that you make. So ESFPs are instead naturally driven by the movement of their feelings. That's not to say you can't use logic when making decisions. In fact, you likely do apply logical frameworks when making the big decisions or even just the conscious decisions. But those little micro decisions that you make throughout the day, I think you'll find will be made based on what you feel like doing, even if it makes no sense. It's the beauty of being an E. FP, to be honest, because even though some people will feel frustrated by it, it means that because you are blind to TI, you are likely one of the most passionate, deep feelers out there. And there is something really beautiful that comes with having this ever-present, rich, emotional experience that you're constantly one with and that you can't turn off. But I digress. On to trends. Look, we definitely didn't have enough here to go with, but because I am an ESFP, I feel confident in speaking for all ESFPs. Yes, haha, I'm the one with the microphone. When I say, if you want us to feel less misunderstood, number one, don't assume we're airheads. We're not. 
And number two, try to understand that us needing to have variety in our physical experience does not have to mean anything other than we need variety in our physical experience. We are big kids who just want to play, wonder and search in our physical world. Sometimes we'll want to do this alone. Other times we won't seem bothered if you don't want to do it with us. This does not mean that we are losing interest in you or that we don't care about you. We just want to play. Let us play, guys. Come on, just let us go on the slide and the swings and let us stay there if we want to stay on there. Yes, I am talking to a very specific person in my life who told me to get off the swings recently and it hurt me deeply. Next, we'll look at our TE DOMS because I'm pretty sure we'll find commonalities across both the ESTJ and the ENTJ groups. I love how I'm speaking like in the future tense, like, hmm, I'm pretty sure we'll find this thing when I'm well aware what we're going to find because I've already written these findings. So when going in, I assumed that these types would feel the most misunderstood in how bossy, hard-headed and fast-paced they can be, and those trends definitely emerged. That being said, we only got five answers from our ENTJs and four answers from our ESTJs, so nine all together. So I'm going to go ahead and read them all out. Our ENTJ answers were, number one, Thinking that ENTJs are demanding everywhere when it's only at work, our personal demands are less. Number two, I think that many people perceive me as mean, whereas in reality, I am usually just being honest. Number three, most people don't realize how many steps ahead I'm thinking when making decisions. Classic NI. Number four, in regards to being social, I am either thought of as being too zesty when I don't care or as too cold when I do. And number five, anything related to efficiency, People often think that I take that to extremes, but I don't see it. And here are our ESTJ answers. Number one, some think that I don't care about feelings. Number two, that because I don't let my feelings interrupt my project, that I don't feel things. Number three, I'm afraid of people thinking I'm a show-off. I've had a wonderful life. What can I say? I share it. Also, I'm not bossy, boring, or angry. I just want the work done. And number four, Assuming me putting someone on my to-do list is an insult when it's an honor, exclamation mark. It means that I value you and your time. It's how I show I'm intentional. So you can see the thread of feeling misunderstood for how their TE presents, being that it is too harsh when really its motivations are probably well-intended. There were also the few answers that indicated feeling misunderstood for their inferior FI, being that it is slow to update and therefore it can come across as if TE DOMs quote unquote don't have feelings. From personal experience as a woman who lives with both an ENTJ and an ESTJ and has other friends of these types and a brother of an ESTJ type, TE DOMs most definitely do have feelings. <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous to say that. Can confirm that TE DOMs do have feelings. But really, TE DOMs definitely do have feelings and the capacity to care incredibly deeply. Their TE is a gift, but their keen sense for what works on a functionality level and ability to act quickly on that to make things happen immediately naturally means that the opposite of that axis being the feelings function is going to be a bit slower to catch up. But that is necessary for the TE to do its job with the immediacy and efficiency that only a TE DOM can. So remember that each type comes with its gifts and its weaknesses. TE DOMs have feelings. Guys, let that be the takeaway from today. Next, for the second half of the TE category, we'll move on to our auxiliary TE users. So we'll begin with the INTJ who uses NI as their first function. We only got 13 answers from our INTJs, which felt a bit different to me given how enthusiastic they usually are to participate 
maybe this is because they don't care very much about the fact that they might be misunderstood in social situations, given their complete blindness to Effie. Can confirm that they are a fiercely independent type, so my guess is that most INTJs have probably made peace with the fact that they are misunderstood by most people. Either that or they just don't value being understood as something that's high on their priorities list. That being said, there were definitely still trends in their answers. The most obvious trend was that they feel misunderstood for how cold, angry or cynical they can come off to people. Again, rip the stereotypes from my videos, which is often not the case. It's just their communication style. This was closely followed by the trend of feeling misunderstood for how deeply they think about things. Now, answers that reflected these trends were people think I am cold or distant, but I am just thinking and chilling by myself. I'm really bad at projecting my tone. Things I thought were lighthearted get construed as me trying to start problems. I am actually a big teddy bear. A book is not equal to its cover. My need to go deeply into concepts and find their connections. Also, sometimes my feelings aren't understood, either due to my own inability to explain them or because the way I respond to a situation seems different from most people around me. I sometimes rant about weird social norms, but others just say, that's how it is and tell me not to think about it. People misunderstand what I actually mean when I say things. How deeply I think about things and how much I care behind my sarcasm. And my whole existence! Exclamation mark. Effie penguins all around want to D-I-N-T-J eyes me. Keep trying, pumpkins. <laughs> Overall, I do think INTJs can absolutely be misunderstood as being merely bitter, jaded, cold or unfeeling. This is something that could probably be explained by their blind spot FE, as I said before. INTJs are, generally speaking, probably never going to be making decisions based on the shared consensus of the group. They have independent minds and value their autonomy and freedom of speech highly. Because of this, they're not the type that's going to be pandering to the group or watering down their message to spare someone's feelings. This is how they are, and as all types do, they have their gifts and their value. I personally think we need the strengths of the INTJs specifically to help us to keep thinking freely and independently, seeking truth, and to make sure that we're not losing sight of important principles. Again, generally speaking. So if you'd like your INTJs to feel better understood, just let them be themselves. Don't project social expectations onto them. They have feelings and they are also, funnily enough, capable of caring deeply. So just be mindful of that and try to extend grace to people of this type who, in this largely FE dominated society, must honestly be pretty frustrated most of the time. Next, our fellow FE blinds, our ISTJs, who gave us four answers. And those answers were, number one, that I have a creative side and I'm interested in the deeper meaning behind art. Number two, people don't understand how much I can care about something. Number three, most people don't understand how my brain works, i.e. coming up with solutions. And number four, just communication. So not enough to find trends, though there was a similar idea of feeling misunderstood for the fact that they do actually have feelings. Still sounds so funny to say. And again, that theme of missing FEQs in communication socially. And our final function group will be the last judging function, extroverted feeling, starting with our ENFJs. Now, the common trend with ENFJs centered around the idea that people either don't appreciate how much they care or don't get to know them personally for who they actually are. Answers that reflected this were, I have very soft vibes and a lot of people miss my depth and my grit. I do sometimes think about myself before others. I wish others understood why I feel I'm putting more into the relationship than them, because the reality is that I am. People don't take the time to get to know me, especially in dating. 
I try so hard to get to know them. People assume because of my curious and bubbly personality that I'm not intelligent. My intentions when I talk to people, and even though I'm intense, I care a lot about people and want to see them grow. Also, it can be hard to get to know who I really am, but I like it when people try or want to. From what I know of ENFJs, they seem to typically, whether they realize it or not, view themselves through the lens of the group or where they fit within the group, which is a classic result of using FE as their dominant function. And these answers do somewhat reflect this in that they are concerned with how the tribe values them and subconsciously what the tribe owes them in the sense of, I'm making this effort to get to know others. Why aren't others doing the same in return? Not just to me, but to others. So I think if you want to help ENFJs feel more understood, generally speaking, I feel like I have to keep adding generally speaking, return to them words or actions that indicate that you appreciate the effort that they're putting in. Just return the effort somehow. Help them to facilitate to the group. And this is in order to alleviate some of the I guess, heaviness of the subconscious responsibility that they probably feel to care for the group themselves and maybe just spend some time getting to know them. Quality time, ask them questions, show them that you're having a good time with them, give them words of affirmation to let them know that what they have done for you has helped or meant something. And ENFJs are pretty all in with their energy for people, so do not Take advantage of that and let them know that it is okay for them to have their own personal boundaries and that you will respect those boundaries. Next, we have our INFJs. Got a good number of submissions from them. There were quite a variety in the responses, but there was a theme of INFJs feeling misunderstood for who they really are. That is their true intentions and what drives them. There was this idea that INFJs would like people to understand them, but that they don't feel safe to show people who they really are most of the time. These ideas were reflected in answers such as, people think they know me, I'm not inauthentic, there's just way too much to show all at once. People don't always see the real me and are either curious or turned off by that. My FE makes me portray the same feelings as everyone when it's not always true. My intense passion and ideology for doing the right thing when people see it as pointless. People misunderstand how opinionated I am and they don't recognize how much I try to keep harmony in everything around me. My intentions slash my internal reasoning being the why and truth behind who I am inside. How much time and thought I put into trying to understand things and people. My feelings because I never tell anyone and I try not to show how I'm truly feeling. My ideal of saving the world and wanting people to stop being mean to each other. And they don't understand my imagination or my outlandish ideas. There were also a few suggestions that people might expect too much of INFJs socially or might view INFJs as cold for their use of tertiary TI, which was reflected in answers such as people see me as someone who's cold. People expect me to be more social because I understand people in the way I express my points of view. I feel others should understand my emotional distance, but they don't. When people think that I'm cold or highly strung just because I'm a quiet perfectionist. And we INFJs use TI as much, if not more, than FE in most situations, and we can be very cold when needed. 
These were the main trends that I found. The INFJ's dominant NI could explain why they often feel misunderstood for their intentions and for who they really are, because to them, they constantly see an active big picture ideal, whether it be to do with their identity or where they're going in life, that they are likely not going to be able to show to people in a brief conversation or meeting or even in a long conversation or meeting. Because of this perpetual big picture idea that they can just naturally see and that they're attached to in some way, I imagine there might be a constant feeling of, but there's more to me to understand while simultaneously knowing that people will actually never understand. There also seems to be a slight frustration in the idea that they always have to present a certain face to the world because of social standards, which is an idea that would probably loom constantly because of their FE but that that's at war with their desire to reason, to deep dive, to strive to reach their goals in a way that's independent from the group. So that'd be maybe that constant wrestle. So if you'd like to help INFJs to feel more understood, then heck if I know. No, just kidding. I mean, I don't know for sure, but I could probably suggest similar things to what I suggested for the ENFJ. Give them space to be who they are. Don't try to tell them that their ideas are silly or wrong. If you want to question their ideals, they're probably going to need you to listen to them and validate them first. I imagine that words of affirmation would generally be a good idea when talking to INFJs. If you want to challenge them, probably ask them questions rather than telling them flat out that the way that they see things is wrong. They probably wouldn't appreciate that, especially with their blind spot TE. Let them walk their journey and remind them that you're here for them. Are we loving, by the way, the clear question marks at the end of each of my sentences? Because I'm just not 100% sure with INFJs, to be honest. But that's my advice. And hopefully we can nuance that further as the podcast continues into the future. So that brings us to our final category being our SFJs. And no surprises, I hardly got any answers. So I'll just read out what I got without drawing conclusions. We got one ESFJ answer, which was... People misunderstand when I am kind or nice and think that I either want something from them or like them. Now, this idea from an FE Dom is actually something that was discussed in my podcast with my ENFJ friend, Laith, called Unpacking the ENFJ Personality. So if you want to hear us discuss the idea of attention from an FE Dom being mistaken for the FE Dom person actually liking you, go ahead and check out that episode. Our ISFJs gave us four answers, which were number one. Telling others about my boundaries after they've overstepped them too many times because I didn't say anything before. Number two, when I start talking about something I'm really into. Number three, I don't even think I understand myself all that well. Truly, there's immense depth to every person. And number four, people often think I know less than I do. I listen, hear, and remember. I genuinely care. So obviously that wasn't enough to draw any clear trends. Now, if you are an ISFJ listening to this podcast, you have only yourself to blame for the lack of answers, unless you very specifically are one of those very specific four people. I mean, I'm kidding, but for real, I challenge you. I personally challenge you, ISFJs, to reply to the next type trend question on Instagram. Thank you in advance. So guys, that brings us to the end of this month's Type Trend episode. It did take me a hot minute to get this one out. It was because I was sick for like three of those weeks, but also because I moved house in that time. And also because, look, it takes a long time to put these things together. Okay, guys, in fact, next time going forward, I'm probably going to do it a little bit differently to make the filtering of answers a bit easier. Now, if you'd like to participate in these polls, please follow me on Instagram at dear.kristin. That's K-R-I-S-T-I-N. The I is important to me, guys. I'd really like to up the amount of participants so that we can draw more accurate trends. 
And going forward, let's see how many answers we can get, how many trends we can find in endeavoring to understand each other a little bit better with type. If you like this episode, please consider following the podcast. And if you are on a podcast platform that allows ratings, I'd sure appreciate it if you could leave a rating, whether that be a a few stars. (laughs) I almost said a couple of stars. Please don't leave me a couple of stars. Maybe a bit more than that if you feel generous. Or maybe if you don't feel generous, maybe wait until a day when you do, friends. Or a little review of sorts. I'd sure appreciate either one of those options. If you are interested in checking out more MBTI content, please head over to my YouTube channel Dear Kristen, for all of the good things and all of the videos where I enact the exact stereotypes that a lot of the types felt they feel misunderstood for. I sure appreciate you listening in. You guys all rule. I'm really loving the podcast. I feel a lot more fulfilled in in like a well-balanced lifestyle sort of way since I've started the podcast. Tick in the comedy box, tick in the FI box with my five days content and tick in the, I guess curiosity box with the podcast. I hope that you all have a cracking day and I will catch you on the next episode. Cheers, guys. Cheers.